Okay, good afternoon. Good morning. Well, for me, it is afternoon. It's 2.22 p.m. on whatever day this is. Saturday, February 11th. I've honestly lost track of days. Um, but here we are. Exciting. We're back again for episode two. And I'm feeling pretty good. I think something I like loved about the last podcast, which is technically my first official podcast, is that it felt very me, which was really nice. I I really, when I think of me doing things in this world, I don't, for me personally, I'm not like a huge planner, you know? I don't want to write out seven points and and send them to you like that because that's just not me. That's for some people, but it's not for me. I actually have a podcast uh, episode that is only on my website. You cannot find it anywhere else. It's called know your power. And that one I wrote out like step by step by step. And honestly, I think it turned out pretty okay. I haven't listened to it, (laughs) but I just didn't like, it just didn't feel like me. Like this is not me. That's definitely Craig Rochelle, you know, that's definitely a lot of other people. But for me, I just want to have a conversation. I want to talk. I want to be friends. I want to be homies. I want to jive, you know, see where it takes me. Um, and yeah, so without further ado, um, let's just let's just hop right into it. So for those of you guys who don't know me, my name is Kylie and uh, this is episode two of the podcast slash YouTube video. <laughs> um And today I really wanted to talk about my journey and hopefully as long as my train of thought follows, I want to talk about um, failure, not failure, but kind of failure. Let's just leave it open-ended like that. So first, my podcast slash social media journey has been somewhat mishmashed, no, like all over the place. Um, I keep being in these situations or putting myself in situations where I want to be consistent, but I just am not. And I, I'm almost at a point in my life. No, I am currently at a point in my life where I have no choice but to be consistent. So I have no excuses. Do you know what I'm saying? Which for me is what I need. Some people like really can, can like grind through it. You know what I'm saying? And kind of push their way through it, be disciplined, all that stuff. Anyway, I'm not saying that's not me. I'm just saying that for me in this season of my life, that's, this is what I needed. I needed to almost be forced to be able to be consistent. Um, something that was really on my mind is the whole, I actually mentioned it in the last, in episode one, um, where sometimes we try and try and try to do something and it just doesn't pan out the way that we thought. And it doesn't mean it wasn't meant for you, but it means it could mean that it wasn't your season, right? And this is not an excuse to be lazy or undisciplined or whatever you want to call it, but it is to kind of help you give yourself grace where you recognize that not everything that you want or that is for you is for you right now. You know what I'm saying? Um, And there has to, it has to have like this culmination of the right time in the right place. And a lot of times us as humans don't know when that right time and right place is. That's why we cannot stop persisting. Which actually leads me to my other point that I wanted to discuss, which is failure. And last night, I was at dinner with my boyfriend, and we were talking um, 
about my journey to medicine. And for those of you who don't know, I want to be a doctor. Uh, it's been a rough journey, okay? And to and it could just be me putting this on because I know it's a rough journey for everybody, but I feel like I've hit every block, every roadblock possible. Like that's just how I feel. And honestly, it's so defeating. Like it's exhausting um, to try and try and try and it just not go the way that you think it should go or go the way you think it should go in the time that you want it to go. Kylie, the time. Because <laughs> I, I have a really... I have fixation about time and when I want things to happen and how slow or how quickly I need them to happen or whatever. But it can be defeating. And I do bring up the scripture that says hope deferred makes the heart grow weary. There is actually a second part to that scripture that I cannot think of right now. But right now we're going to focus on the first part um, because it does. When you hope for something and it doesn't happen, it really puts a damper on you. But that's why we have to have faith and continue to per- persist really and anyway at dinner last night I was telling so so on my journey to getting to be a doctor right now my little pit stop which I shouldn't call it that because it's on I'm still on my way to that journey is I want to get my EMT certification and be an EMT for a little bit um and I have attempted to do this four different times I think four And every time there has been something that has come up that has interrupted that or that has shaken that. And I was telling, so I'm going to have to do it for a fifth time. And um, I was telling him, this took a lot of courage, honestly. Sometimes being vulnerable takes a lot of courage. And I actually ended up telling him that this took a lot of courage for me to say, but I told him that I did not want to do it anymore. And I'm not, and I was, I clarified that I was not saying I wasn't going to do it ever but I meant I did not want to pursue it in this season any longer right now. And when I told him that, that was the first time I had said it out loud, but I felt it in my spirit, you know, I felt it in my body, in my mind, in my soul that I just didn't want to. And for so long, for like at least the past like week or two, I've been trying to figure out where that desire is coming from. Um, Because for so long, I've been actually very excited about this journey. I've been very pumped and ready to do something physically, like practically hands-on in a medical position slash medical field. So I was really trying to figure that out. And um, I told him that and he was like, where is this coming from? And I was like, I don't know. I'm trying to figure it out. And then I said that I am terrified of failure. I do not want to enroll in this program and then not pass, not get my certification, not succeed in the way that I think or in the way that you're supposed to succeed when you enter a program like that, right? And when I said that, I almost started crying. So I realized um, that was the issue. A lot of times when I don't know what's wrong, I'll, you know, and I list a few things and one of them makes me emotional in some way. That is an indication for me that that is something to dig into further. (laughs) Um, So emotions are a blessing. Remember, we talked about this. It's not the emotion that's the problem. It's how we deal with it, how we act towards it, how we respond to it. Anyway, so um, we were at Cheesecake Factory, and I was like, we need to talk about this later because I think I'm going to start crying, and I don't want to cry. He was like, okay. So when we got home, we continued talking about it, but something I, you know, something that he was trying to get to me is like, we don't give up, you know? And I agree with that. 
And I think it's really difficult when you keep having this hope and this persistence and you haven't been giving up and you've been trying every alley, loop and window to get in (laughs) and it's not working, you know, it can be defeating. Um, But there's a difference between giving up and taking a break. And sometimes I think maybe those two things overlap because he actually made a great point. He said, well, if you don't continue now and you stop to take a break, when will you continue? And that's a journey for everybody in life where you have to decide when you take a break, when you go, when you stop, all that stuff. You know, you got to pray about it. But it's funny because something that I recognize in my own spirit, in my own life, in my own mind, is that if I were to stop something, I probably wouldn't go back. Like, for instance, when I got left high when I finished high school, I a lot of people were taking a gap year. People say taking a gap year is amazing. And I just knew that if I took a gap year, I would not be going back to college. And something that I wanted to do was to go to college and get a degree. So I didn't. Um, and that is true. So in the similar fashion, you you got to look at the patterns. I'm not saying patterns are what you can rely on, but you do need to recognize patterns is that if I were to stop pursuing this now, when would I pick it back up? Um, and so... We'll see what happens, but I was watching a sermon this morning, and it was less of a sermon, more of a teaching, I guess, which I guess that's what a sermon is, but this guy, what's his name, Wayne Malcolm, um, he was talking about how Winston Churchill, actually, what did Winston Churchill say? Winston Churchill said that people who fail the only people the people that become successful in life are the ones who fail and fail and fail again and don't give up it was something like that and I know that's super cliche and that we all kind of have that idea in our minds but the way that he said it just hit different I'm kind of I'm I'm sorry that I didn't didn't write that down I thought I did I did write it down and then I deleted it instead of sending it to myself but um yeah, no. So, so something, so anyway, back to my, my story is that something that I'm working on is recognizing that those thought patterns of like where it comes from, right? Cause what I said is I'm, I don't want to do it anymore because I'm afraid of failure. I'm afraid I'm going to come out of this and look like a fool. And those things are thought patterns that will hold you back in life. And they're stupid. Honestly, they're stupid thought patterns. They have no productivity whatsoever. All they do is hold you back. That's all they do. And they're stupid ways to think. So I have been thinking in a stupid way. And I'm thankful that I've had the opportunity to recognize and have people around me who help me to recognize these stupid thought patterns. Um, Because in reality, the word says that with God, anything is possible. And so that means that if you have God and you have this imagination that he's given you and the ability to act that he's given you and breath in your lungs and the ability to dream, then you can accomplish anything you put your mind to. And it has to be in the right season. So, so it's like, there's a lot of things that got to fall into place, but that's why I'm recognizing that you have to just keep trying, keep trying, keep trying, keep trying and never give up. That's why all these very successful people are successful because they kept trying, kept trying, kept trying, kept trying. And in the right season, with the right time, with the right wisdom, with the right character, they were able to succeed and to accomplish what they came to accomplish. We know that, what was it, Thomas Edison with the light bulb? Like he tried a, 
a hundred thousand times or whatever the number was. And, um, he says, it's like, you got to see his mindset. Like the quote that I've heard is that he says, I didn't fail at making a light bulb 9,000 times or 990,000, whatever it is. I found that many ways to not make a light bulb. And so the, the positive reframing that is absolutely crazy, like that kind of ties into that whole abundance mindset where you can't go around thinking like you lack things or that things that happen to you create lack. Like you have to really reframe things in your mind. What is it, the word call it? Renewing your mind, right? To think more positively and more abundantly and more, more, what is it? More creatively so that you don't lock yourself in and close yourself off to opportunities. Because if Edison gave up the 9,998th time, then he wouldn't have not created another light bulb <laughs> that 900, 9,999, whatever the number is, <laughs> time. And that next time he created, like we, there would be so many things in the world that we would not have access to right now if he didn't fail, quote unquote, so many times and keep persisting through that. Now, there is something to say about like if, he, if, if Thomas Edison didn't do it, somebody else would have. However, we all have a purpose and the way in which we accomplish the purpose on this earth is different than anyone else would have accomplished it. So if Thomas Edison didn't come up with the light bulb, somebody else probably figured it out, but it wouldn't have taken the same effect because Edison is just a different guy. Do you know what I'm saying? He's different than me. He's different from you. We're, I'm different from you. We're all different. So the way in which we act in this world and put our thumbprint and our and our voice in this world is different than anybody else. Do you know what I'm saying? So yeah, I, I'm, I'm trailing off into another topic, but, but you know that whole like, if everybody's special, then nobody's special. But that's the thing is that that's a terrible way to think about things because we are all unique. We're all different. Just because I'm special doesn't negate your, you being special. That's that whole lack. That's that whole comparison. You're saying that if you're special, then no one else can be special. That's a way of thinking lack. We got to think abundantly. We have to think that it, there's enough special to go around in the world. Do you know what I'm saying? Anyway, so so back to the conversation that my boyfriend and I had at Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> um, well, started there is that that idea of being afraid of failure is in itself a lack mentality. Like it's thinking in lack, like you're not enough, like you don't have what it takes. You don't have the access to what it takes. And you know what? So what if you fail? You know, what did we say in episode one that Tim Ross says he doesn't call it failing. He calls it figuring it out. That's exactly what Thomas Edison said. He said, I didn't fail that many times at creating a light bulb. I figured out how to not do it that many times. Crazy. Like if you want to be successful, what I'm learning is that you have to think abundantly. You have to think in a, a, a creatively no boundless positive way you do you have to be outrageous you kind of have to be crazy to be successful it's not hard to be successful but it does take effort you know it's what did that, that quote that's like choose your hard being broke is hard being rich is hard being out of shape is hard being fit is hard choose your hard you know <laughs> it's not hard but most people don't do it that's what i'm recognizing because it honestly is easier to just sulk, to just think negatively, to 
to sit in your misery, to contemplate about all the things that could go wrong if you tried. Like, that's pretty easy. But I think it's because for so long we've been trained to think that way. You know, like, I don't watch the news. I haven't since I was like seven. But if you watch the news, all you see is lack. All you see is what's wrong. All you see is what's not there. Shortages, wars, um, shootings. Like you see these negative bad things that say we need more of this. We need more of that. And saying I need more of something means that you don't have enough. And that means that you think you don't have enough, which means you don't have enough. You could have everything in this world. If you think you don't have enough, you don't have enough. It all starts in the mind. So many, I've seen so many things about like winning the war on your mind. You know, um, Craig Rochelle actually wrote a book about it. And a lot of these like, like atomic habits or like think and grow rich, they, they all focus on the idea that a lot of life is mental. All of life is mental. It all, it's all very like, you know, winning that war of like negative versus positive thoughts of lack versus abundant thoughts. And so that's why, you know, we have to focus on what we listen to throughout the day, who we're surrounding ourselves with. If you're watching the news all day, every day, there's something indoctrinated in you that's telling you that you don't have enough because the world doesn't have enough. So if the world doesn't have enough, why would you have enough? You know what I'm saying? Um, and so we really, something I'm really focusing on is trying to rewire that mindset about abundance and, and whatnot. And it's difficult because I try to think of like, I think the idea of abundance is pretty abstract. It's not like concrete. Like how do you think abundantly about your mindset? You know, like what does that mean? Abundant mindset. So that's something I'm still working on defining, but thinking abundantly. So if I am trying to think abundantly about the situation that I was talking about, not wanting to do AMT because I feel like I might fail, then my abundant mindset would be something like anything is possible for me. When I put my mind to something, I succeed. I have everything I need to succeed. I am enough. No matter what happens, I am still worthy. I am beautifully and wonderfully made. I have a brilliant mind. I have a wonderful remedy, (laughs) memory. (laughs) I am brilliant. I am smart. I, this is a stepping stone to something that I'm going to do next. You know, like thinking, and you could say positive thinking, but positive thinking and abundant thinking, I think are different. I think when you are positive, you see the bright side, right? So like, Um, when you're positive, if you have four flowers and two of them die, you're thinking on the bright side is that all two of them are alive, right? But if you're thinking abundantly, it's not just positive. Abundant thinking is positive, but, but it has something else in it. It has greater, it has more, it has an addition to, so you're like, you have four flowers, two of them die. You're like, I'm, I'm, more flowers are on the way and I still got two. you know what I'm saying? Like abundant thinking isn't just thinking positively or thinking on the bright side. It's thinking, it's thinking that you have more than enough to go around. It's thinking that more is on its way that I already have it, even though I don't see it because like we mentioned in episode one, the spiritual realm is more real than the physical realm. And not only is it more real, <laughs> 
but it's going to last forever. So if we're so, we can't be so focused on the physical. We really have to activate our, our knowing of the spiritual realm of the realms that we cannot see and activating that is faith. So thinking abundantly has faith in it and it has, it has a lot of things. It's got hope. It's got persistence. (laughs) Um, but yeah, so, so anyway, that's what I'm dealing with right now. Um, it's definitely a battle throughout the day, throughout the, you know, I've got a, it's definitely a battle. I mean, it's winning the war on your mind. It's not a one-time thing. you got to constantly renew your mind. And so don't make yourself feel bad if you got to constantly renew your mind. There's nothing bad about that. What's bad is when you stop trying to renew your mind and you sit in those ideas of lack and failure and inability and whatnot. Um, to kind of tie back, we were talking, I really wanted to tell you about this podcast journey, um, and kind of where, why this is important to me right now is because I was mentioning that thing about seasons where like, you got to keep trying until it's your season. Well, sometimes things just kind of fall into place. If you've noticed, you could be trying, 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 and nothing budging or working. And then all of a sudden it falls into place. And that's kind of what happened with this podcast (laughs) for like a year or two. I've been trying to start it and feel confident and, and enjoying what I say. Cause honestly, I don't care what people think. Well, I'm working to not care what people think. I don't care what people think, but there are times I relapse, you know what I'm saying? But when I produce content that I'm happy with and that I like listening to or watching, then it's, it's much easier for me to not care what people think. Cause I like what I did. Um, and so for a couple of years now, I have been producing content like podcast content that I haven't liked. So I just don't post it. Um, and it just never really felt authentic. Um, and I posted that one about knowing your power because I agreed with what it said and I was proud of myself for doing it. And I was working on not being, you know, not working in perfection. Um, cause that does hold me back. That did hold me back a lot. And I'm still proud of that work. I probably will never listen to it again, <laughs> at least not for a while. But, um, but it definitely wasn't me. Like I mentioned in the beginning, it wasn't me. Um, and so for a while I've been, you know, practicing talking in front of a camera and talk, you know, talking as I talk and just being me and being comfortable in front of, um, in front of a camera and in front of a microphone. Um, and I also tried to get my podcast on other things like Spotify and Apple music, um, not music, Apple podcast, (laughs) instead of just having it on my website, because the, the more accessible I can make. So this is actually a good note for anybody. The more accessible you can make something for other people, the more likely they're to tune in or to listen or to, you know, take action. So I try to make, I want to make things easy so that people actually can listen, you know, instead of, cause going to my website and pressing play is great, but if your phone or your computer, you know, falls asleep, it's going to stop. You know what I'm saying? And being on a website is not ideal. What if you exit out, you know, there's just a lot of moving pieces. Like you got to go to the website and then you got to scroll down and you got to click play. And in the world that we live in, that is just not ideal. So I wanted to make things as easy as possible. Well, I had attempted to get on Spotify and on Apple podcasts a few times before. Um, and it was very confusing to me for whatever reason. And in addition, I never got like, 
it just didn't work like it didn't happen <laughs> and so yesterday after filming was it yesterday it might have been the day before after filming episode one and me feeling really happy and confident with it i attempted the process again for spotify and apple podcasts and when i tell you it was the easiest thing i think i've ever done <laughs> not only did i understand how to do it but i almost immediately got accepted to you know like it processed fully um and now i am on spotify and apple podcasts how exciting oh uh, this is a big win i and, and the thing is is like we celebrate bit we in this house in this kylie tyler house we celebrate all wins we celebrate the quote-unquote small wins and the big wins um that's just that's just how it is and i don't know if i think this is a big small win a small big win because um I'm on some some hefty platforms now. Woo! And um, I think this is the beginning of something really awesome. I don't know what that means, but I am very excited. Uh, it feels it makes it, it feels legit. You know what I'm saying? It feels like this is now my season to step into this. Um, and I'm not saying like the, the, you gotta realize that life is so like you just got to keep going. Cause I'm not saying that it's only your season when things just fall into place easy, but I will say that there is a, there is a, when there's an ease to things, do you know what I'm saying? That God has put on your heart and there's an ease to it. It hits a little different. You know, he's God wants us to grind and to work and sow our seeds, but there comes a point where things have to flow where, where he just drops a domino and they all fall in line. Cause that's just the God he is. He's the one that wants to do the tipping, you know? Um, and so, so yeah, I mean, I'm really excited about it. I think that all the practice that I've done has led to this point where I'm at least a little comfortable and feel like we can have a conversation because I've done a lot of practice. That's the thing. You do a lot of things. I've heard a lot of pastors say you do it in the dark room. You do these things in the dark room, kind of like a photography studio where you develop your photographs in a room that is almost pitch black. Yeah, that's kind of how life is sometimes where you develop these skills and this ability to do whatever you're called to do without people seeing because you're going to look like a fool <laughs> if you are in front of people in the wrong season because you're not prepared. But when you're prepared and you're ready, it kind of, it flows, you know what I mean? It makes a little more sense. And so as much as I wish this happened, you know, a years ago, cause what goes in my head is like, where could I have been? Well, I wasn't supposed to been nowhere because <laughs> it didn't happen. Um, but now it's happening and I'm really excited that I get to, to be me, you know? To, to share my thoughts and my experiences and just everything. And I'm thankful for this opportunity. So thank you so much for listening. Um, but yeah, that's kind of all I wanted to touch on today. I don't know. Honestly, sometimes when I do this, I don't remember what I talked about, but I hope that it spoke to you on some level um, because it speaks to me. And um, yeah, I hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you so much for listening. Remember to like, subscribe, comment, all that stuff. And uh, I'll catch you guys later.